Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video this morning, please come in and share it. Today, I'm going to highlight an NFL legend, Mr. Gail Sayers, of the Chicago Bears and of the University of Kansas. So if you like the video, please come in and share it one more time. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Jeremiah Long, for making it happen this morning here for me on 100 Yards of Football. The thing about what we're doing here at 100 Yards of Football is very special. And I'm going to bring up Jeremiah Long's name one more time. That gentleman is giving me a tremendous platform to talk about. I want to say my childhood heroes of me following this great game and my 62 years of being on this earth. To be able to talk about the Lynn Barneys, the Walter Paytons, the Lawrence Taylors. And, of course, this gentleman of the day, Mr. Gale, says it's a tremendous blessing and honor. And I'm going to bring up Mr. Sayers because he was really one of maybe the first running back that was electric, that was explosive. And then his great day, December the 12th, 1965, as a rookie, scoring six touchdowns in the game. Before I get into Mr. Sayers, everyone knows we got an outstanding individual. He played the game at a high level as part of 100 yards of football. Mr. Bobby Butler, who I just love to death. I love the stories that he tells about his time in the league, two-time All-American in Florida State. Drafted in the first round in the 1981 draft, 25th overall by the Atlanta Falcons. But when me and Mr. Butler talk about him playing in league and all the great players, he mentions one player that he said that he's seen in an event and he got nervous. And he said just the, the emotions just went through his heart and his heart dropped when he met Gail Sayers. But see, Gail Sayers, I believe team never made the playoffs in his career. He only played, I believe, seven years. He became the youngest, youngest player ever to this day to be voted in the Hall of Fame in 1977 at the age of 34. But his rookie season, he had 22 touchdowns. He made all pro first team with the likes of Jim Brown. Johnny Unitas, Alex Karras, Deacon Jones, Willie Davis, Jim Parker, Bob Hayes, Bob Lilly, and Mel Renfro. He did it on a team that never made the playoffs. 
But on that muddy day in Chicago at Wrigley Field, Gail Sayers put on the show. And even today, he's only one of three players that's ever scored six touchdowns in the game. Ernie Nevels did it in 1929 with the Chicago Cardinals. And Dub Jones did it with the Cleveland Browns. Dub Jones, the father of Burt Jones, who played at LSU and ended up playing for the Baltimore Colts. But what really sticks out on my mind is that he did against the San Francisco 49ers. Chicago ended up winning that game 61 to 61 to 20. He did it against a pretty good San Francisco defense that year. They had some great players in Kermit Alexander, Jimmy Johnson, Charlie Cougar, Texas AM finest, and one of the best linebackers are playing the game, Dave Wilcox. And that day, on December 12, 1965, he rushed for 113 yards. He returned a punt 89 yards. And he touched the ball overall 21 times that day and averaged almost 21 yards of play. It was so unfortunate that two years later he suffered a knee injury. But when you look at Gail Sayers and what he done, he put the mark on explosiveness. That's why he earned the nickname, the Kansas Comet. The definition of a comet is ice and dust. The skill set that day on December 12, 1965, the agility, A+, the looseness, A+, the balance, A+, the vision, A+, the breakaway speed, A+, the hands, A+, the versatility, A+. But if you go back and look at that tape, that Kansas coming, how he was able to stop on the dime, cut, stop, move, explosiveness. Explosiveness. Think about this. Gary Sayers, one more time, never played on the team that made the playoffs. And we're talking about him today as being the most explosive football player to ever touch this, touch the field. In his seven-year career, five-time first-team All-Pro. Four-time Pro Bowler. First-round pick in both the AFL and the NFL at that time. And you know what that I didn't know? It's that. We know he was drafted by the Chicago Bears. Guess who drafted him in the AFL? The Kansas City Chiefs. But that day, getting back where history was made, 80-yard screen pass. 50-yard run, 21-yard run, 7-yard run, 1-yard run, and an 85-yard touchdown, punt return. Every time I go to YouTube and watch that game and watch some highlights of Gary says, I get goosebumps. I can understand why Brother Bobby Butler of Florida State was a norm, ecstatic, and proud to meet this gentleman. Gail Sayers. And you think about all the return specialists that's played this game from Dante Hall, the Devin Hester, 
to Eric and Terry Metcalf. The explosiveness of making a long run. And you think about watching Eric Dickerson take a run 80 yards to the house. You think about O.J. Simpson, that 64-yard touchdown run against UCLA, UCLA in 1967. You think about Tony Doyle sitting them runs he had in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. And then when he first came in the league with the Dallas Cowboys, taking it coast to coast. And then you even think about this young man, what he did in 65. He was in the same backfield as Jimmy Brown. And even take this into history. Jim Brown clearly was the best running back at that time. In that year, in 65, when this gentleman broke the record, well, tied the record, two other players from Segar Sayers. Think about Green Bay beat Cleveland in the, NFC, in the NFL championship game that year. And Jim Taylor, LSU, ended up being the MVP rushing 27 times and 96 yards. And that game was played, I believe, on January the 3rd, 1966. It was the last game before the Super Bowl came into existence. But think about this. Even after that championship game, Green Bay beating Cleveland, people were still... Still talking about what Mr. Gale says did on December 12, 1965. As a rookie, 22 touchdowns. I don't think that's ever, ever we'll see that again. But the thing I love about Gale says, and even as I sit in my chair now, I want to get up, up, up and run that football running away from people, the breakaway speed. And also in college, he was the two-time consensus All-American. And then when he was in college, he was on the All-American team in 1964 with, like, with the likes of Jack Snow, Fred Belipikoff, Florida State, kudos to, kudos to Bobby Bowden, and also Mr. Bobby Butler, Dick Buckus of Illinois, Tucker Ferguson of Auburn, Floyd Little of Syracuse, Mike Garrett of USC, Lawrence Ekins of Baylor University. Out of that group, everybody knew about them. But they said, hmm, we know this young man right here out of Omaha, Nebraska. It's pretty good. But we didn't know he was like that. Our outstanding football player, they had a lot of excitement, explosiveness. Randy Moss, Gary says was before you. I'm sorry, O.J. Simpson, Gary says was before you. And see, when you look at the Chicago Bears organization, and just to show you that Mr. Says knew when he came in the league and had them 22 touchdowns, and he had them six touchdowns on December 12, 1965. He had to carry that torch of another great running back that I don't never hear no other platform, especially you HBCUs, mention the great Willie Gallimore out of Florida AM. See, that's why Mr. Sass was special. Because he knew he had to carry that torch. 
And then Walter Payton came along, no, he had to carry that torch for Gary Sands. Boy, three outstanding running backs out of one organization. But this one here, this one here, he was special. He the guy that took it to another level of breaking the line and scrimmage and going coast to coast. As we say in the neighborhood, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. I'd like to thank the staff here at 100 Yards Football again to Mr. Jeremiah Long. I'm at a great time of my life at 62 years old doing this on 100 Yards Football. Once again, I would not be nowhere without this gentleman right here. Thank you, Mr. Jeremiah Long. To the people that support 100 Yards Football, who's made us where we at today, Mr. Logan Landis, thank you. Mr. Bobby Butler, two-time All-American, Florida State University, first-round draft pick of the Atlanta Falcons, thank you, in the 1981 draft. Thank you to Mr. Donnell Scott, North Atlanta Finest. Thank you to Mr. Lufkin, Texas, Mr. Mark Bass, Mr. Mark Dimmon, the greatest voice in all the entertainment. And of course, to a gentleman I wouldn't be where I'm at, who stood with me since 2009. I got so much love with him for him. If I had a brother, he would be at the top of my list out of BK. Brooklyn, New York, Mr. Ronnie Keebler. My final words about Garrett Sayers. See, when I was growing up, one of my mother's favorite entertainers was a guy by the initials of JB. I think we know you're talking about James Brown out of Augusta, Georgia. And when I was about four or five years old, between that time, I used to get up in the morning on Saturday and my mother had a jukebox blasted. And it was a song that went like, Papa got a brand new bag. Come here, sister. Papa is in the swing. He ain't the hip about that new breed, babe. But he got no drag. He got no bag, excuse me. Papa got a brand new bag. See, when Gary Sayers came in the National Football League, and he did that on December 12, 1965. See, Gary Sayers showed the National Football League he got a new brag in his arsenal of scoring touchdowns in the National Football League. 39 career touchdowns, rushing, nine receiving, 22 touchdowns in one season. Gary Sayers got a new bag such as the great James Brown out of Augusta, Georgia. If y'all like the video today, please come and share it one more time. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. Have a wonderful, blessed President's Day here in the month of February. God bless. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.